welcome to the Car Sim and Race Driver Show, presented by Hugh Hattrick. Here at Bathurst in the course, my very special guest, basically, Rascal Rabbit, Josh Martin. It's great to have you back on the show. Drive fast and try not to crash. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to the Car Sim and Race Driver Show. And today it's a phenomenal evening because we have our biggest guest. And I know I say that every time I introduce a guest, but this is the most the exception of the exceptions. We have Super GT. Hello, viewers. How are you doing? Hello, you. How are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> uh, don't worry about me. I'm just sitting here and all saying hello on the show. That uh, it's fantastic to see you, and we've got a big community all waiting, ready to ask you questions. It's fantastic to see you this year. You've had you've had lots of things happening, lots of exciting ventures, which I'm sure we'll we'll get into. Um, and uh, so I, I suppose how to, uh, to to start the first question for people who are are maybe just finding out about you from your newest followers with over 450,000 subscribers on YouTube. How did your racing career, your sim racing career and your GT Sport uh, career start? Oh, your love of the game. Sorry, you're going to have to repeat that question. <laughs> My inter I'm sorry, I'm in a hotel at the moment, so the Wi-Fi is really bad. Uh, so you just have to say that question again. Sorry. No, that's all right. How did your, your kind of love of GT Sport start? I know it happened a long time ago. But for, for some of your newest uh, subscribers who might know and might not know about your history, um, how did it all start? Yeah, GT Sport, I mean, when did it come out? Like three years ago now. And, um, and I was always more of a Forza player before that. But I thought, you know what? Let's let's see this game. Gran Turismo Sport. Let's buy a PlayStation, see what see if it's any good. Um, so that was what, like October 2017. So bought it, played it. Well, actually, I quite like this game. It's actually all right, not too bad. Um, so that was three years ago, and it's kind of just spawned into what I'm doing now, which is, well, still playing Gran Turismo and still enjoying it. That's fantastic. And really, I mean, it's it's grown. Your channel has grown over the years. But the first time we had you on the show uh, about a couple of years ago, um, you had coming up to about 100,000 viewers, uh, 100,000 subscribers. And now you're up to 450,000. Did you ever think that uh, you were going to have that kind of success or, you know, that you'd see your channel grow to that kind of level? It, I could just, I could hear that just about. I couldn't hear the end of it. Sorry. My um, my Wi Fi is really bad. <laughs> sorry about that. Um, I just heard, I heard most of it, just the last bit. Okay. Um, did, so, did you ever expect your, your channel to grow in such a manner? Oh, um, not really. I, you know, I just, I just made the videos and just sort of went with the flow. Really, I never really had any expectation. You never really can plan on YouTube. Like, I expect this amount of growth in this amount of time. You just never can really plan that. So I never really expect. I, I never really had any expectations of how quickly it would grow or how much support there would be or how many people would view each video. Um, it's just one of the things you just you do it because you enjoy it. You keep doing it. It will grow eventually, but you're just never quite sure of how quickly. 
Mm-hmm. Well, you certainly, I mean, you have a wonderful following um, because we love the way you do your commentary and your racing um, because you're very, it's, you have a great sense of humour. And not when you pass people or if you see people going off into the into the shadow realm to quote one of your famous phrases, um, it does make us all laugh. And also we learn a lot from the way you, you qualify and the tips that you give us. Um, but we've got so many questions here. I thought I'd better get started with these questions from your fans. Um, now, here is one from the Nozo Turtle. I don't know if I've pronounced that right. How do you keep the motivation going um, for GT Sports after a few bad races? Yeah, that's a re- that's a very good one. That um, a lot of the time by turning it off and coming uh, coming back tomorrow. I think <laughs> a lot of the time that works. <laughs> but um, well, you know, for me, I don't know if this is going to help anyone, but because I I'm trying to create videos, I sort of well, I need to. If I have a bad race, well, I can't put that in the video because that's not going to be enough on its own. So I need to do another race. So I mean, there's the fact that I'm creating content from it which is a reason but you know more generally you know i i think if we're playing Gran Turismo a lot it's because we 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 love the game you know we want to come back to it but it's uh uh it's just one of those things you know you're gonna have bad races uh you're gonna get a stupid penalty you're gonna someone's gonna you know hit you wide or something or you're gonna perform really bad in qualifying and your race is over um but because we just love the game, you, just, you are going to come back eventually. Um, but I, I can't really give more advice than that, really. It's just right, perfect. If you love the game enough, then you'll come back. Exactly. You keep coming back. Now, we've got another quick question here from George Lawler. And he says, are you still doing Club 100 next year? Um, I'm going to do some of it. I have, I have plans to do different types of karting. I won't say just what exactly because I don't want to spoil it. But I will do some Club 100. Um, I won't do like a full championship like I was doing for the last sort of six, seven years. Um, but there's there's new stuff in the pipeline for 2021 in terms of karting. Um, but Club 100 isn't going to disappear. So let's put it that way. Fantastic. Now, from Tom Brooks, uh, he said, who is Steve's favourite person to work on GT with? Well... We've got this commentator called Tom Brooks, and he's the most difficult person. Uh, absolutely hate him. Uh, so def- <laughs> definitely not him. Uh, no, you know what? Like since working on on the GT Sports set, you know everyone. I like all of them. Um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna cop out here and say none of them are my favourite because they're all my favourite. You know. I'm not going uh, to single anyone out. They're all good. You're not going to offend anyone. Eh? No. They'll be unfriending you on Facebook. That, know, uh, yeah. <laughs> now we've got a good question here this do you ever get approached by companies to promote their products and have you ever turned down a particular sponsorship all the time um in emails uh i mean three days ago i got raid shadow legends one you know they're like how much do you want we can do this much it's like nope i'm not doing it i mean you'd be amazed uh the amount of offers you get and I, I turn down like 99.9% of stuff because it's, I don't know, it just doesn't feel right a lot of the time. Um, mm. I know a lot of YouTube channels, obviously, they do have like advertising, you know, let's say 30 seconds of the video, we're going to talk about today's sponsor and this kind of thing. Yeah. That's kind of normal on YouTube now. Yeah, but I've yeah. tried to avoid that if I if I can. Um, but yeah, I've had plenty of companies try to, or ask me about promoting their stuff. Um in, in videos but like i said most of the time i just 
I don't know. It, it ruins the flow of the video for me because I like my video to yeah. be a nice sort of a story almost. And so just to suddenly turn to a sponsor for a minute kind of just ruins that. Yeah, yeah. No, that's, that's, that's the thing. Now, we've got quite a funny question here. Um, what is inside the Shadow Realm? Oh, you don't want to know. You don't want to know, mate. You don't want to. I've been there. And let me tell you, um, you, you just... You're just best off not being there. Let's let's put it that way. So, if you see Momo's ninety-one behind you, have your wits about <laughs> you and just steer well clear. That's <laughs> it. Uh, and here, here, here we are. Oh, um, we've got a good question here. How do you overcome the numb bum syndrome when playing a long game? Um, I'll be. Well, I was going to say I don't really get that, and I, the reason why is because the the seat I've got is so comfortable. I've got like a a bucket racing seat and you know I've done 12 hour endurance races in one go and didn't feel uncomfortable really so the wow. top tip I'll give is buy a Sparco Rev 2 bucket seat and sit in that that's pretty good top tip <laughs> a top tip from Super GT tonight to make sure you can last the distance on these long term races and uh, now here we we have um, uh, from Chili Snowman 44 how long did it take you to get used to driving with three pedals going from karting to driving in real life? Um, there's, there's no adaption. When I'm in a car, it doesn't feel like, oh, this is weird because it's not a cart. Like I can jump from a cart into a car and it's, it's no problem at all. So, you know, when I was learning to drive a car, there was no extra difficulty because of the amount of pedals. In fact, karting helped me because I just... You know, I understand braking, throttling, turning. Um, so the the fact that there was an extra pedal to deal with uh, didn't wasn't made worse because of karting. Uh, so I wouldn't say that was really a factor at all. Mm -hmm. And I suppose as well for most of the, the Gran Turismo games, you're really just accelerator and brake, aren't you? You're not really having to worry about a clutch pedal um, mm -hmm. unless maybe you're doing more of the PC games or a set of Corsa and things like that. But... Um, but uh, but here we are. Um, when they have have video game makers ever asked for your input for new games and things like that? No, um, no, not really. I um, well, only one. Um, I was in the street cart game on iOS, which is a really good game actually. Uh, so it's on mobile tablet. So it's a little karting game. Um, they asked me for a little bit, little bit of feedback of how does it feel. You know, does it and actually, that, that game pretty, feels for a tablet which you're turning like this. It was yeah. pretty good, actually. Um, yeah. But apart from that, not really anything, no. Yeah. Now, we've got a, a good one here from Leona Chin, motorsports athlete. Hello, and, Leona. Uh, yeah. And uh, what is, uh, they say, what, is your, what are your favorite driving socks? Because you were one of the first <laughs> to launch your socks on the channel. I remember when you did that a wee while ago. Well, um, if you go back to my Bathurst 24, uh, 12 hour, which I did on my own, I was wearing these sort of Toyota Supra socks, which are like red and white triangular pattern. And they're, I think they're my favourites for some reason. I just like the design. Ah, that's the thing. Now, yeah. for people who are, who are watching, you'll see that Steve is wearing a very, very special jacket there. Would you like to show the viewers the jacket? Look sure. at that. Yeah, so I've got a nice like PlayStation bomber jacket. Got the logos here. 
but the best bit is uh, on the inside. Look at that, the Titan, so the, and then you've got the, got the, the memory the, card. Like, memory card uh, pocket, which is basically the coolest pocket you could ever ask for on a jacket. Yeah, yeah that is a fantastic, that is the coolest jacket for any gamer. That is the one that they all want, surely. That, uh, uh, but we did have a question early on as well, saying, is it now that when you go out in public, are you quite often recognised, uh, not just at events, but even out, out in public when you walk around the street uh, where, you, where you live? Not really. Um, it's happened twice where I live. Two people have recognised me, like, just out and about. Um, when I'm like, at casting events, I get recognised. That's happened quite a lot. I mean, I went to Daytona. What, the Daytona... Where was it? In London. And within five minutes of being, within two minutes of being there, like about four people walk past. And like, oh, I think I recognize you. They sort of give me an awkward look and they're like, <laughs> I think, I think I know, I think I know who that guy is. Uh, but it doesn't really happen. It's not like I have paparazzi outside my flat. It's, it's really not like that. It's, you know, um, yeah. I've, it really, I'm not that famous in terms of, in the grand scheme of things. I'm not famous at all, really. I'm just well known in Gran Turismo, I guess, and, and a bit of karting. Uh, so yeah. for the most part, I'm okay with that. Uh, don't really get recognised too much, and I don't mind that. Yeah, so you can keep. It's nice to be able to have a private life as well, isn't it? So that people, yeah. Um, don't uh, aren't always there. Um, at your, you know, kind of uh, always asking you questions and things like that. Um, you can do that on a on a night like this um, when you have people can ask you questions. But uh, but yeah, no, because it's important that you're able to keep a decent um, private life now. Um, here's a, a question for you. Is Steve's channel now your main career? Uh, and did you go to university uh, and have another another job before racing? Is is YouTube my career, did that, did you say? Uh, yeah, so is, is YouTube your main career? Oh, yeah, yeah. YouTube is my main career. I went full-time in June 2018. I went to university. I studied motorsport. I dropped out. I didn't finish that course. Um, that was 10 years ago. When I went, when I first went there to university, um, and in the meantime, in the interim, from leaving uni to when I left my job, I was working in a warehouse, minimum wage job. Um, I worked my way into the sort of an auditor position, a little bit better in the office. Um, so I did that for a couple of years, three years, and then yeah, YouTube was always being done in the background, and eventually decided to quit my job june 2018 and been doing youtube full-time ever since that's fantastic i mean that's a real kind of story of how you can make, how you can get it done and wherever people are there i think because you've got your unique content um, that people really like and and uh, they keep coming back to um so one of the, the next questions we have is what is your favorite type of video to make on youtube hmm um that's a good question which one do i prefer the most I mean, when I finished it and I've looked at the video go out, like some of the real life ones, I'm I, I'm really pleased with the result of. Um, mm. So ones like the Buckmore Park 24 Hour that I did this year, like I really enjoyed the end product of that video. I mm. think it was just a really good video, just the whole thing. Um, and like the Monaco World Tour from last year, the Gran Turismo. Um, so just like those ones, the, the real life ones, yeah, where you're yeah. going to an event, I just think those work really well. They don't come about too often, but when 
when they do happen and the video turns out well, then I'm really happy. Um, mm. But obviously, um, they're quite hard to edit because there's a lot to it. So the question was, which one do I like making the most? So that's that's a different question, really. I suppose the best ones are the FIA races because you just do it. If you have a good race, one. If, you have, if your first race is good, then it's like, well, I've just done it. It's yeah. easy. I've just yeah. made a video just by doing a race, and then that's all they have to do. And there's just edit that a little bit, and then you're done. Uh, so those ones are the easiest ones to make, um, as long as it all goes to plan in the race. Yeah, I have to say, when watching your go karting videos, they are they're exceptional. I mean, whenever you when you do some of those big events where you're in a mixture of of different drivers, um, and they always say, especially like you did one as well when you were in, it was in the wet recently, and you were still using the curbs. Um, and it was back, you know, going right out to the very edge and back. And I thought normally well, that must have been like driving on ice um, mm. because the curbs can have so little grip compared to the, even a, a, a skiddy uh, track, a go-kart track. Um, so you've got, you've got massive confidence when you drive your, your go-karts. Is that just because you've had years and years of experience um, and you've just, and obviously you're very, very fit and you know what you're doing. But what do you think that gives you that edge in go-karting? Because you're extremely competitive and you've won it. You won the Club 100 in 2016. Yeah, I think it's like a combination of a few things. Like one is just um, like I'm I'm a competitive person, so mm-hmm. if if I do a good time, then like that's not good enough. Like it needs to be better. You need to do a better time than what you just did because good isn't good enough. So mm-hmm. there's that. Um, mm-hmm. There's um, obviously yeah. Just I suppose I've done it for so long now, like years of experience, and I, and just trusting other people who know what they're talking about. So uh, the video you're talking about was that. Jack Dex won at Wilton Mill where I was driving yeah. the X30 in the rain. And he's a very knowledgeable person. He just told me, you're doing this wrong, you're doing that wrong. Launch the curbs, go all over the curbs, do this, do that. So I just did what he said, basically, and it worked. So wow. a lot of it is just trusting people who, um, who have the knowledge and you know just following what they say. I mean, because driving a go-kart, especially one that's as powerful and as quick, I mean, it looks crazy when they go for the bumps and, you know, you, you get the full raw live experience of that when you do your videos on it. I mean, I mean, we never we're not really ever seen you kind of lose a cart really on a video, to be fair. You've always managed to keep it going, going straight um, and, 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 you know, hearing past people. Um, what's been your biggest moments in kartings or, or do you just not show that on a video? <laughs> That's the beauty, the beauty of editing. You can always cut that out. Um, I mean, one of the biggest things that probably the biggest crash I've had, which wasn't too bad to be fair, but when when I first started karting, my dad um, was like doing all the mechanicing for me, and he was learning on you know he was learning as he's going along or making up as he goes along. I think it's a fair way to put it in the first year at least. And uh, he basically forgot to replace the brake fluids after on a new oh, session. No. So I went flying up the straight at Butmore Park, hit the brake pedal, nothing straight oh, no. into the wall full speed and oh. i like all that all that happened was i sprained my thumb on my finger so it wasn't too bad actually considering i just went into a wall at full speed um yeah. that's about as bad as it's ever got for me i think <laughs> and that's quite that's quite a thing because it is and there's no protection in a go-kart isn't it if you hit something that's it it's basically you're you're the person you're the crumple zone in a go-kart isn't it it's kind of it's it's a, you're going to feel it um if you hit anything at all but uh, now we had a, a question here earlier. I'll, I'll just quickly look up this. with so many uh, comments, which is absolutely fantastic here. Uh, someone suggested that you could do Super GT branded sofas. Um, so if you can't afford a racing seat, 
you could have a, a, a cover for a sofa. That would be that would be a thing. Ah, yes. Um, does your merchandise <laughs> sell well? Like your t-shirts, because you've got some great t-shirts and jerseys and, and things like that. Yeah. How do you find that it's going for you? It ticks along quite nicely. I mean, it it did well at the beginning, a lot better than it does at the moment. But I need to. I think I need to update it a bit more um, because I haven't. I can't even remember when I launched that. It was like early this year, I think, or last year. Yeah. Um, yeah, it does well enough. It ticks over and. I haven't. I've been quite lazy with it, to be fair. But I think the designs are quite humorous, and some people quite like them. So you know, I'm, I'm happy with how it's gone. Yeah. And now we've had a question that's been asked many times. Uh, so you're because you're kind of mistaken for Alex Albon. There's no doubt. There's a very, very strong resemblance. So one of the questions was: Have you had your Red Bull seat confirmed for next year? Yes. Good. That's the way. <laughs> That's what we like. That's great. And so what's your take on Alex Albon? Because you quite often um, talk about him on your streams. Um, yeah. Do you think he deserves to, to, deserves to stay or do you think it's time for somebody else to come um, alongside? I think he's definitely underperformed. He hasn't done as well as he really should be, especially in a top seat. It's probably the fourth best seat in F1 at the moment. You know, Red, uh, Mercedes being the best too. And then Red Bull, Red Bull being the second best team, so the third and fourth best seats. Um, there's better drivers out there than him, for sure. But he is a rookie. Well, he's not a rookie now, but he's in his second year. Um, mm. He could definitely, he should be doing a bit better, for sure. He should be doing better. Um, will Will they replace him? I think they'll keep him, to be honest. Yeah. Um, you know, obviously, there's this whole narrative that Perez should be the driver. And obviously, Perez is a better driver. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's not inside the Red Bull family, so it wouldn't be usual for them to take someone from another team like that yeah and then yeah you know, all feeds from their own uh junior program so it'd be a weird if they were to take someone from outside but he is underperformed but i think they'll keep him yeah and you get we're getting lots of questions here of are you in a hotel because they can see yes them. yeah you can uh <laughs> i mean uh my lovely day tour <laughs> that answers that question. Uh, the, and crap white wine. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's all it's all fine. Do you find that you're quite motivated by by Formula One because you do obviously talk about it quite a bit? Do you find that it's quite a big passion and you enjoy watching it, or are you you know where are you on Formula One? Yeah, I love to watch it. Um, I'm not like a diehard hardcore fan who watches every. You know, sometimes I'll fall I'll like watch the race. And I'm like, yeah, this is boring. Um, no. I'd really be bothered to watch the rest of this. That happens yeah. quite a lot. Um, I don't really have a, a team. I mean, I love McLaren. And obviously, we're with Lando now, so I'm going to support yeah. him. Mm-hmm. Um, I do like Albon as well, of course. Um, but it's not like I'll stick around to support a driver. It's just like, oh, yeah. this race is boring. I won't watch it. Or um, a lot of the time, you know, the races are good. Like the last race was very interesting, intriguing race all the way through. This weekend's race will be really good to watch. I'm really excited yeah. for this one. I think, I think the first time and Russell in the Mercedes is yeah. it's going to be crazy. I'm tempted to put a wee bid on Russell. Maybe a wee mm. outside bid that he might just win. I just get the feeling he could just pull it off. Um, it could be quite interesting because he's, he's he's definitely very very good, and it's great to see him get a chance in a proper car um, to see what he can do. But uh, but tell us that, that one of the big questions, of course, you've just launched uh, the team quadrant. 
uh, yeah. early on in November. Um, how did that all come about and what's its kind of purpose um, and uh, what, what, what are your plans for Quadrants? Yeah, so, um, you know, Lando setting up his team, he, he wanted, it's like a, a team of content creators, I think that's the right, right way to put it. Um, you know, they contacted me a couple of months ago. I think they wanted me in because of the fact that I'm doing virtual racing and real racing. Uh, so that was a quite a good mix to have. And, um, you know, at the moment, the plans are really just to record a lot of online content because we can't really do too much together because of mm. COVID, of course. Um, but next year, hopefully we can do some more real stuff, perhaps go to some of the races, you know, tr try and get Lando to do some direct content together, you know, in carts yeah. or something. Yeah. Um, so there's lots of plans. There's lots of things we could do with it. It's only really just started, of course, um, less than a month old now. Um, but, you know, there's really good things on the horizon. Like I said, um, for 2021, the karting is going to be a bit different. They're helping out with that. So it's going to be good. Yeah. I mean, it's a huge event. I mean, now to be able to have uh, associations with Formula One drivers, um, like Lando Norris, I mean, he's he's you know done very very well. Definitely punched above his weight in Formula One. Um, Can I just take thirty seconds? Got a really bad headache all of a sudden. I just need yeah. to take like a parasite. Yeah, no problem at all. No problem right. at all. Yeah, we'll have a quick break. No problem at all. Now, to everyone who's watching, um, is this the first time that's on your show? Well, we uh, just have a. It's not a commercial break. It's just a wee break for it. Super GT has been on for quite a while. We did have a good build up for the top before the show started. If it's the first time to the channel, it'd be fantastic to have you along as a subscriber. So hit the subscribe button and a like if you could. That would be even better. We've got a big back catalogue of um, uh, sim racers that we've interviewed over the past six months and more. We've got people like David Perel. We've got Irias. Uh, we've had Tidgeney last week as well. So if you like um, hearing about sim racers and getting to interview them, then it's a fantastic catalogue. Yeah, no, no, that's absolutely fine. That's no problem at all. But uh, yes, I've got, I've broken Super GT. Oh dear. But, uh, but you know, I'm back. I'm sure in a few minutes. But uh, now I'm noting some of your uh, great questions here um, from Tom Brooks. What is sportsmanship? <laughs> and uh, well, I'm sure we'll get that sorted. But um, feel free to get a glass of water if you need a glass of water or something to. That, uh, Sorry about that. I just I don't know. I've got a very really bad headache all of a sudden. No, that's fine. If you need a glass of water, just uh, you've got this. Like, don't worry at all. We can. Um, let's uh... <laughs> Sean B. said you've turned Steve into average GT. Uh, that's, uh... <laughs> and then someone said Hugh on a hat. It's blinding the poor lad. It must be my bald head <laughs> that's causing the <laughs> that's causing the problems. <laughs> that's, uh... <laughs> so there we there we go. Now, let's see. Uh, Jack Powers is saying, don't enter the shadow realm. We need you back. We need you back. And then I feel like I'm going there, mate. Momo's just rammed me in the skull, honestly. Oh, I don't know what this happened, how this has happened, but... It'll be a quite close to the... Are you, really you hot. I feel really hot all of a sudden. Oh, dear. But, okay. But you're all right? You're still going? I'm just about all right. still alive, yeah. Don't worry. We won't, we'll, we won't keep you a little too much longer um, so, so that you're okay. But, um, but there we are. <laughs> it's uh, someone saying, "Hope you get better, Steve." The same headache here today, and it must be. And then Leona doesn't say it must be Momo. She's watching, but uh, but there we are. <laughs> no, there, there you go. So you were talking about quadrants and how that's all going. How do you think mm. your channel as well in the future? What, what are your kind of uh, future goals for the channel? Um, 
to be honest, I don't really think too much about that. I just like I think very much in the present. I just you know for very short term future, just do what I need to do to get the videos out, get the streams out. Um, what am I on now? Four hundred fifty thousand subs. Yeah. You know, we'll get to maybe half a million at some point soon. Push on for a million. I mean, I don't really have a name for when to get that. It would presumably happen at some point as long as I keep getting the videos out. But, you know, for now, it's just really get the content out and just see where it goes, as always, really. Mm -hmm. Now, you did, when we were talking earlier um, in, the, in the show, there was, there was uh, I asked you, uh, normally when you win a race, um, you're always quite reserved. I mean, yes, you're happy and you're, and you're all fine. Um, but what's been the race that uh, you've you've done an Alonso moment where you've run about the, the paddock jumping and cheering and and telling everyone and letting everyone see how happy you are. Is it was there, have you ever had a moment like that? Not really. I'm yeah, like you say, I, I quite quite reserved. Uh I don't really celebrate a huge amount. Uh maybe the odd fist bump in the fist <laughs> in the air. But that's about it. You know, I'm not really one I don't really uh celebrate a huge amount i'd say sometimes in sim racing more so than karting in sim racing i feel like uh sometimes there's races where i do i don't think well oh, i just nailed that race and i think it's such a relief to just cross the line and do really well and i feel like yes i've, I've really done well really well there um but most of the time yeah i'm kind of reserved and don't really <laughs> celebrate you know too much yeah and would you, um, one, of the, one of the questions we'll be had a few times tonight, would you consider doing a, a race series um, in like, you know, BTCC or something like that? Would there be a particular race series you would quite like to do? Absolutely. Oh, sorry. I just feel, I need to open this window a bit more. Yeah, yeah, no, no. Please feel free. Not to worry. Good old Steve is, uh, obviously, it must be quite warm in, in that hotel room. And uh, we do apologise, but hopefully Steve will be okay. Oh. You, if you want, you can we we can call it a day if you're if you are feeling unwell. Don't worry about yeah, it. Yeah, um, I just feel really weird all of, like all of a sudden in the last yeah. sort of ten minutes. But yeah, I would I would just probably just take a few rest and uh, not to worry. We yeah. can we can we can always do it another time. Um, but uh, we've we've got a good half an hour of 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 live questions, and you've been fantastic as always, Steve. We want to make sure that you're all, that you're well enough, and that we're not we're not doing anything to make you feel any worse. Um, but uh, but yeah, no, I really appreciate you coming on the show, um, and uh, we hope that you feel better uh, very very soon. Um, it might just be as you say, it's it's the heat and everything else, but I'm sure all that all that um, work that you're doing uh, does take its toll. But um, but no, thank you very much um, for coming on the show today and uh, i'm sure for everyone who's, who's been watching are sending the best regards and hopes you a speedy and and quick recovery uh, but you take care steve uh, it's great to see you um I'll, I'll finish the show there thanks very much to everyone who's watching you've been watching the car sim and race driver show with me hugh hattrick but my very very special guest it is steve alvarez brown super gt bye just now